0: hey everybody welcome back to wake up in your dream this is barry miracle your dream coach and i am so privileged and honored to be able to speak into your lives i we have about 192,000, probably a little bit more since the last time i checked but we are gaining ground we are taking territory and people are getting some life from these words that i'm speaking i believe from the lord at the right time for the right time, for the right people. And I believe that you're on this podcast today because God has led you here. I believe that you're not here by accident. I believe that you're not listening because you had nothing else to do. Even if you you said to your heart in your heart, I have nothing else to do. So I'm gonna to listen to a podcast. <laughs> I want to encourage you today to um Understand that God is directing your paths, that that he has a plan for you, has a dream for you. He's the original dreamer. He's the one that has been planning your, your, your steps before you were born. He knew you before you were in your mother's womb, and he sanctified you before you were born. And you need to buy into the program. You need to submit to the plan. You need to come into obedience to God's dream for your life, and it will be way more successful i am not the the smartest man in every room i'm no dummy but i understand that i am only here doing and speaking even into your lives because of the grace and mercy of god and i am so grateful for you guys today i am so grateful for god's love for you god's mercy upon you i just i thank him so much for his mercies that are New every moment, not just every day, but every moment. Not just every morning when I wake up, they're brand new, but every minute of every day, every moment of every second. His mercies are new and overflowing. His blood is more than enough. God's God's blood is the payment for everything. So anyway, starting a new series today on discernment. And I'm titling this one, How to Discern the Times. And know what to do. There are so many people out in the world, you know. God love them, and God help them, and mercy upon them. That call evil good and good evil. There are people that are celebrating uh, all kinds of debauchery and and just saying it's okay. Love, love is, uh, you know, you can't judge me because God loves me. And and uh, I'm talking. Those are the some of the people that kind of have a little bit of a knowledge of. Of God, even, but there's other people that that are just flat out going after evil, and and there's other people that are just deceived. And I just want: how do you discern the times? How do you know what to do and how to do it? I did a series a few months back on. Um, I, it was part of a series, and it was all about understanding how to load manage your problems, how to load manage your answers, how to load manage when you're in the midst of poverty and how to load manage when you're in the midst of abundance, how do you load manage everything coming from the world, from the out, from the outside, trying to get into your mind and, and create strongholds and, and trying to rule and reign your life and trying to direct you and guide you and, and confine you and delay you and deny you and try to define you. There's things coming from the world that are, that are information that are, that are, uh, even prophets of doom through the the uh, news networks and different other avenues that are coming through movies and everything else uh, trying to bombard you so that you would become exactly like the enemy wants you to be through hereditary curses according to proclivities of the flesh and the failures of your past the word demon um, comes from the Greek word deo, which means destiny distributor. And the enemy's trying to distribute to you a destiny according to familiar spirits, hereditary curses, proclivities of the flesh, failures of the past, traumas, abuses, and all kinds of other different avenues. But I want to tell you, none of these things matter when you're focused on the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Can I say, behold the lamb? Can you say, behold the lamb? Can you say to your mind, your will and your emotions and your body, behold the lamb? Can you say, spirit of the living God, I am beholding the lamb of God today. I just texted a buddy of mine, Andrew, and I said, bro, behold the lamb and you will roar like the a lion of the tribe of Judah. It's time for us to roar again. It's time for us to believe again. It's time for us to dream again. It's time for us to be everything that God has called us to be. So how do you do it in the midst of all the hurt, in the midst of all the pain, in the midst of all the lies, in the midst of all the information coming? How do you discern the times and know what to do? Well, I wanna introduce to you a character in the Bible. He's the ninth son of of Jacob, who became Israel. Names are important. Jacob got a name change when he wrestled with God. Sometimes you just got to wrestle for your faith. You got to wrestle for your rest. You got to wrestle for your peace so you can wrestle for your position so that you can receive the blessings of a name change. So the... the the individual I want to introduce to you today, his name is Issachar. He's the ninth child. Nine is the number of Holy Spirit. Interesting. He's the son of Leah. And Rachel was with mainly with uh, J- Jacob in this season, Israel in this season. Sorry, because his name changed. And Leah made a deal, uh, some sort of bargain with with Rachel so that Leah could sleep with her husband. She, he had two wives at this time. And uh, and then all of a sudden Issachar came. I don't care how you came into this world. I mentioned a little while ago how James Robeson, one of the greatest, uh, I, I don't know if I call him an evangelist, but greatest uh, kingdom fathers in that, that has ever been. He came, he came into this realm by way of his mother got raped. And he came, and she did not have an abortion, obviously. Thank God he, she didn't, because this guy preached more face-to-face than Billy Graham did. Billy Graham did lots of televised, you know, crusades around the world and packed out arenas. Billy Graham was the man, don't get me wrong. But but James Robinson preached face-to-face with more men and women in conferences and in churches and in stadiums, all over the world. This this guy supplied all kinds of water to uh, all kinds of uh, African nations and places around the world where, where water wasn't clean. He he did, I mean, that's just one of the, couple of the things that he was known for, but he came into this realm. He came into this realm and seemingly un, un, underneath, well, not seemingly, underneath uh, absolute awful situation. And here we have Issachar, the ninth son of Israel being duped by and be a deal made so that Leah could sleep with her with her husband. He favored Rachel. He worked years for to get Rachel as his wife, and ended up waking up with Leah uh, as his wife. And then he had to work seven more years for Rachel. So Rachel was the prize, but Leah still was his husband or was his wife. And and so she wanted to be with her husband. That's normal. And so she did, she made a deal, and all of a sudden, Issachar came. Like I said, how did you come into this world? You might have came in through wonderful, wonderful parents. but you may have come into this realm and, and you and and even your parents might have said something like, "We didn't even want you. We you know that I, I, you're a mistake, you're this, you're that. I want to tell you, you're here on a purpose with a purpose to fulfill a purpose. You are here on time. You are here with an absolute dream of God to be an answer and a solution to this world. And Issachar was raised, and they would, they called him. His name was man for hire. He was he was a worker, but he had. There's something spiritual about this guy. There's something supernatural about Issachar so much that Issachar would be named with. With the other word called anointing, there's an Issachar anointing, and we find we find his uh, the really amazing scripture that many of you might have heard along the way, and it's in it's found in First Chron- Chronicles twelve thirty two, the sons of Issachar understood the times, and knew what Israel ought to do. Can I say to you, ladies and gentlemen? You have an Issachar anointing available to you. You do not have to just listen to what the other people are saying about your life. You don't have to listen to what the devil is saying about your life. Listen to a mother and a father, a true mother and a father in the spirit, but but listen to your pastor and, and to teachers in your life. I have several that I pray for on a regular basis and submit my life to. And I I don't, I'm not saying don't listen to them, but but you at the end of the day have to apostolically guide your life through the Holy Spirit by the blood of Jesus. You know what is best for you at the end of the day. Do not allow or let somebody else who you do not respect and want to be like speak into your life. Never allow anybody to speak into your life that you do not want to be like not to copycat, not to be exactly like them, but you follow them as as they follow Christ and you see Christ likeness in their life, follow them. But you need to know at the end of the day what to do and how to do it. You can't help, you're grown up, you're a grown up woman and man of God and you need to know that you have authority, that you're a nobody's pet project. Can you hear me? You're an answer being delivered. You're not a problem to be solved. You heard me say that again and again, and you need to hear it again. You're nobody's pet project. You're not a problem to be solved. You're an answer that is being delivered. As you're being delivered into your situation, as a light into the world, you're being delivered from all the evil. You're being delivered as you're being delivered. Your deliverance is not only in your declaration, but your deliverance is in your going into all the world. Your deliverance is in your going. Keep going. Can I say, dust yourself off, get back up, dust yourself off, pull off the grave clothes and put on the armor of light. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for your flesh to fulfill its lust. It's time for you to arise and shine and be the answer and operate in an Issachar Anointing. What is an Issachar anointing? It's it's knowing how to discern the times and, and know what to do. Issachar's sons knew what to do. Issachar's sons knew the times, under, understood the times. Knowing and understanding are very, very close. I won't get into that right now, but understanding or knowing the times that you gotta understand what the times are doing and what is God's timing. Acts chapter seven, uh, sorry, Acts chapter one, verse seven says, don't be concerned about the times or the seasons that God put in his hand. What does that mean compared to what I'm talking to you about? What I'm talking to you about is submit to God and he will direct your path. You will begin to understand, behold the lamb and everything else will fall into place. You got to know what time, what is the season? that you're walking in. What do you in this world? In this world there's don't be concerned and so it's not not know them but don't be concerned about them. You know the the difference there? You need to know and understand the times because of the place of which you come from. You come from the place of victory. You come from the pa- the place of of uh your righteousness in God. You come from the place of of already winning. So now you're facing these battles, and how do you do it? You understand the times and the seasons, but you're not concerned. Don't be concerned, Acts 1-7. Don't be concerned. Don't worry. Stop worrying, even though you know what's going on. There are tremendous things that are happening in the world, tremendous things happening in the kingdom of God. The the, The tremendous things that are happening in the world are because of The knowledge of the glory of the Lord that is permeating the planet. The whole earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. The the glory is already here, but we don't have necessarily the best awareness of it. And we need a better awareness. So we need the gift of discernment. God told me in the end times, that the gift of discernment would be the greatest gift. Come on. The gift of discernment will be the greatest time. How do you discern what's going on? How do you know what to do because of the gift of discernment? How do you implement? How do you appropriate the revelation of the promises of God that are still yes and amen, even in the midst of impossibilities. And can I say, especially because of the impossibilities. So just before I just get into any more teaching on Issachar or the Issachar anointing, I've been talking to the Lord. How do I load manage the information coming from the world, the good, the bad, the ugly, the amazing? How do I load manage all of the awesome revelation? Because we are in a season of revealed mysteries. We're in a season of affluence and we're in a season of influence. The revealed mysteries of God is gonna are gonna, is gonna bring you into a life of abundance where you can be an, an answer and a solution to society. And when you're an answer and a solution to society, you'll have influence and people will listen to you. God, the Lord Jesus Christ, when he was on the earth, he provided food and fish and bread and multiplied and and brought answers of deliverance and healings before he ever revealed himself as the Christ. Your prosperity is positioning you to be an answer to your spheres of influence and help you minister in your metron of ministry. You are about to be blossoming as an anointed minister of God. So how do you load manage all of the things? How do you operate? The gift of discernment. I'm sorry, the spirit of wisdom, first of all. The spirit of wisdom. The Lord said to me, Barry, this is how you load manage. And here it is. The spirit of wisdom and the gift of discernment. These are the two things. I'm going to tell you four things I'm praying for in this season to help me live victoriously throughout my process and make progress in the midst of insurmountable and against insurmountable opposition. So the spirit of wisdom is what to do with the knowledge that you're perceiving. What to do with, a, with the knowledge that is coming Uh, uh, up and on you but also the information coming against you the spirit of wisdom will show you what to do and the gift of discernment you can discern the spirit you can discern the spirit of what how people you can hear a secular song and and god can be speaking to you through it so you just don't label everything that doesn't happen in the church as evil Don't have a gift of discernment. You can discern the spirit behind it. It it, it may be a worship song, but that person is releasing an avarice spirit or a spirit of perversion even coming out of their lives. You need to discern. And I'm not saying don't be so concerned about how to discern. And now don't be focusing on looking for a demon under every rock because you guess what? You'll find one. It doesn't matter. They don't have any authority. You crush them underneath your feet because you're yoked up to the Savior. So, what I'm saying is, you need the gift of discernment. It comes in the spirit of wisdom. It comes through a relationship of beholding the Lamb. How do you load manage? How do you know what to do? How do you discern properly? Spend time with god's glory spend time in his presence allow him to teach you authentically what the what the spiritual life is all about what what it is to be able to live a victorious life what it is to become just like jesus gifted the, the spirit of wisdom the gift of discernment and these are two other things i'm praying for uh, and I want to emphasize uh, these four right now. Maybe just get into a little bit of it and I'll pick up the rest of it next week. But the, the spirit of wisdom, one, the gift of discernment, two, the spirit of humility, three, and the fruit of self-control. These things are all gifts, fruit and gifts all come from the spirit, not from you. People preach the fruits, the fruit of the spirit. The fruit of the spirit is love. Love produces um, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, and self-control. The, the, love produces these things, but self-control is a fruit of the spirit of the of the fruit of love. And when you are in a loving relationship with God, you have self-control. You need self-control because there's a lot of things that are happening, <coughs> excuse me, happening in the world. There are temptations that of, of 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 finances and temptations of lust of the flesh and pride of life and lust of the eyes and all the things that are trying to grab your attention. Do not allow the enemy to get your attention. Do not allow him to capture your imagination. Have self-control. Turn back to God. Say yes to God, and that will be your no to the enemy. Sometimes you just got to say to the enemy, shut your mouth. You don't pay attention to him. Just say, shut your mouth. The blood of Jesus Christ is against you. Come down. Get away. Sometimes you got to take authority over the vain imaginations, those thoughts that are trying to create strongholds and, and cause you to walk in a different place. I want to tell you, you can take authority over those vain imaginations and you can cast them down. Your imagination is where creativity starts. When you, when you, when you form something, it's different than you creating something. Creation starts in the mind. Creation Starts in the mind, imagination. Creation happens in the land called imagination. Imagination is where creation begins, where creation brings to uh, completeness before you create, before you actually form it and manifest it. There's a difference between creating something and manifesting or forming something. And so you need to understand all the, the the battleground is the mind. The enemy is trying to get your mind and you cannot allow your mind to be up for sale. You can't allow your mind to be corrupted. Uh, you cannot allow the, the enemy to keep pounding at your mind and saying, good, good is evil and evil is good. Stop listening to the enemy. And that's Isaiah chapter five, verse 20, where the, the, and, and, And these days, people are saying what is good is evil and what is evil is good. And the enemy is trying to bombard you and trying to get you away from uh, uh, biblical principles of what holiness is. And I'm telling you, you can't live a holy life. You can't unless you have the spirit of righteousness on the inside of you. You can't expect the unbeliever to live a holy life. So stop preaching hemlines and makeup and and do's and don'ts. I'm not saying they're not things you do or you don't do. There obviously is, but don't take it from somebody that's just preaching it because they are insecure in their own relationship or might not even be born again. I want to tell you the spirit of righteousness because you accepted what Jesus Christ did for you 2000 years ago with the blood and body sacrifice of Jesus did for you to create accessibility for the spirit of righteousness the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead to come into you and become one according to 1 Corinthians 6:17 that says he who joins himself to the Lord has become one spirit with him So you need the operation of the gifts of the spirit and the fruit of the spirit in your life so that you will know how to discern the times and know what to do. I think I've been on here for oh, I don't know, maybe a half an hour right now. Uh, actually just 23 minutes, but I, I I wanna I wanna tell you, I am I'm excited for what we're about to enter into and in discerning the times and knowing the times that, that you're in, you'll know how to operate in the goodness of the Lord. God wants to set you up and he's trying to clean you up so you can handle 2024, so you can handle 5784. This September, I've been prophesying for the last several years about things increasing every Rosh Hashanah. And we're going to another level this September. The essence of the Lord, the weightiness of the presence of the glory, the weightier glory of God is increasing. Why? Because people are getting an aware, excuse me, an awareness of the knowledge of the glory of the Lord that is filling the earth. There's a knowledge of awareness of the glory. And He is coming more and more through who? The Ecclesia through you and me. He's arising and he's shining. And he's about to be seen. And he's about to be um, laid hold of. And the gifts, the signs, the wonders, the miracles, the healings, the deliverances, the prosperity, the abundance, and the transfer of the wealth of the wicked into the hands of the righteous is all happening right now. Stop praying for revival and begin to operate in it. He is here. His fullness is here. And you need to have an awareness. So how do I discern and, and what to do? The and I'm just going to end just with a slight small teaching and I'll get into it a, a lot more. The sons of Issachar. And if you look at his actual sons of Issachar, like who, who they originally were. There, there's four sons that Issachar had. The ninth child of Israel. Mother Leah. Tola, uh, Fuva, J- Joshua or Job and Shimron, now these guys did not have the their names were not amazing. Issachar's name is not really that amazing. Crimson worm or man for hire. Different other theologians uh, have uh, did the etymology of his name, and they've said those two, two different terms. Uh, a man for hire. You're you're just a man a man for hire. I want to tell you, Tola means a crimson worm, and uh, Fuva or Pua which is two different um, transliterations of the same person, of their name. It means little girl. A guy, son, named little girl. (laughs) Uh, Job, the the persecuted one. And Shimron, thorn, or dregs. What what am I saying? I'm telling you that God's going to take the worms. He's going to take people that are identifying as a little girl. they're gonna, He's going to take the persecuted ones, Job, the, the persecuted ones. He's going to take the thorns and the dregs of society and he's about to make a glorious thing. Do not be concerned about your past. Do not be concerned about what you're going through, but you need to focus on who you're going to. God took Jacob, a, a deceiver, a, an ankle biter, actually an ankle grabber, the one that was deceiving from behind, the one that was a dece- deceiver. And he made him into the great name of Israel and began to be the nation that would save the world because Jesus came from Israel and and came through the lines of Judah. He is the lion of the tribe of Judah. He was the lamb that took away the sins of the world. And that came through the line of the deceiver who became the one who wrestled with God and prevailed my God, my God. So do not be concerned about your ability to discern. It has little to do with you and a lot more to do with submitting and learning how to hear, learning how to discern, learning how uh, and what to do with what you're discerning, because you got to do something. Jesus began to do and then teach. I want to tell you that you got to, you got to do something your deliverance is not in, only in your declaration but your deliverance is keep on going and can I encourage you to keep on going today even though you may feel like like a worm even though you might feel like your identity's been stolen even though you might feel that you're you're the persecuted one even though you may feel that you're a thorn or you're just the dregs of society <claps> Woo you are about to be the answer, and the solution, because you're about to discern the times and know what to do. This is Barry Miracle signing off on this podcast. I love you guys so much. I'm excited to come uh, before you every week upon week. This is week 151. And then I have a, a, so this is actually my 152nd podcast. Uh, And we are just taking ground and 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 I'm excited about what God's about to do. He's about to turn the evil into good. He's about to turn things around for you. This is about to be an until moment in this season. Keep your eyes focused on him, on the prize, on the goal. Let go of the things of the past according to Philippians 3.13 and lay hold of the promises of God that are still yes and amen. Go to BarryMiracle.ca if you want more resources or if you want to sow a seed that I can continue to travel around the world and release the gospel of the kingdom and see salvation to this world. Salvation is is the saving of the spirit, the healing of the body and the deliverance of the soul. It's all available right now. Amen. Bless you guys until next week. Barry Miracle signing off. Bye-bye. Thanks again for joining us today on Wake Up Into Your Dream. My great friend Tony Fitzgerald would say you have two great days in your life, the day you were born and the day you discovered why. In these podcasts, I'm hoping this is true, that you are having aha moments and great moments of getting introduced to the true you because your whole world is waiting for the authentic you to show up. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca. You can check out my book, Wake Up Into Your Dream. You can connect. You can see where we're going to be live in the future. And uh, you can just connect with us then. But this is Barry Miracle, your dream coach, signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week.